You see, the moment that you take your eyes off Jesus, the moment that you take your eyes off the word and begin to look at all the surrounding circumstances, you begin to fear. So the key to overcoming fear in this season is to keep your eyes on Jesus. It's to keep your eyes on the word of God. Faith and fear have a lot in common. Faith comes by hearing and fear comes by hearing. What are we giving attention to? God's word brings hope and the voice of the enemy breeds fear. Be encouraged by this inspiring message as you join Pastor Paul and the Word Mission Church International family. Welcome everyone and I pray in this season we are encouraged. We are talking about overcoming fear in times of trouble. Turn your Bibles with me to Matthew chapter 14 verse 24 to 31. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, be of good cheer, it is I, do not be afraid. Notice that phrase, be of good cheer, it is I, do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid, and beginning to sing, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, O oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. And it's so, it's, it's, it's so important to realize this. Jesus had just finished ministering, and he told his disciples to cross before him and to go to the other side. While he sent the multitude away, and he went away and to pray. And, and when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. They ran into a storm. And, and, and it's similar to what we are seeing in, in this season. And, but in the middle, in the midst of the storm, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. And when they saw Jesus, they were troubled, saying it as a ghost. They cried out for fear. You see, it's around between the hours of 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. in the morning. And if you saw somebody walking on the sea at that time, you will be, you will be scared too. It's a natural disposition to be afraid. But thank God, in the middle of the storm, no matter what is going on, Jesus comes to us and says, be of good cheer, do not be afraid. Fear is gripping nations. Fear is gripping cities. Fear is gripping people. You are asking yourself, what is going to happen to my family, both the ones that are with you and extended? But in the middle of this, this morning I have come to announce to you by the word of God, do not be afraid, be of good cheer. 
This week when I was praying, I heard the word of the Lord clearly. He says, this shall also come to pass. And I've come to announce to you this morning, this shall also come to pass. I said, this shall also come to pass. I said, this shall also come to pass. And this morning, Jesus is saying to you, do not be afraid. Do not let the fear grip you. I know you have questions. I know you may not understand all that is going on. But believe this word that I'm speaking to you this morning. Do not be afraid. If you have Jesus, this is a season to run to him in confidence. To, to, to cleave to him. It is tempting to fear when the storms of life are raging. But he says to you, do not be afraid. And I am saying to you this morning as well, do not be afraid. I am saying to you, do not be afraid. Peter was the first always to speak. Peter answered and said, verse 28, Lord, you see, I like Peter. Every time something happens, he's the first to speak. <laughs> so he said, Lord. If it is you, command me to come to you underwater. So he said, come. That's all Jesus said to him. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked underwater to go to Jesus. But when he saw, you see, Jesus, when Jesus said come, there was power in that word come for, to, let Jesus, to let Peter get out of the boat and to do the impossible. To do what in the natural doesn't seem possible. So he said, come, and he got out. And you see, the Bible says, notice this phrase, he says, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. In this season, we've been talking about faith. He walked on the water to go to Jesus. And, and, and whether he took one step, whether he took two steps, the thing is, he walked on water. Have you walked on water before? <laughs> <laughs> it is so many times we criticize Peter for failing to get to Jesus. But don't criticize him till you have walked on water. <laughs> you have no right to criticize the next person till you have been able to do more than they have done. That, it's a miracle even if you took one step. Come, there is power in the word of God. And this morning I'm saying to you as well, there is power in the word of God to uphold you in this season. I said there is power in the word of God to uphold you in this season. And, and so in the midst of it, everybody is afraid. Peter gets on the, on the water to go to Jesus. But notice what happened. When he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. That's the thing right there. When you turn on the news, when you go online, when you read about all this virus, there is a temptation for you to fear. So this morning I'm encouraging you that don't take your eyes off Jesus. Jesus is the word of God. Keep your eyes on him. When he says come, when he says do not be afraid, hold on to that word. Keep your eyes, you see, the moment that you take your eyes off Jesus, the moment that you take your eyes off the word and begin, begin to look at all the surrounding circumstances, you begin to fear. It's a very natural thing. So the key to overcoming fear in this season is to keep your eyes on Jesus. 
is to keep your eyes on the word of God. Whatever he says, just keep your eyes on him. In this season, if God doesn't help us, there is no help from anywhere. The scientists are doing their very best. But notice 2 Kings, we'll come back to Peter, but notice 2 Kings, thank you Lord Jesus. Chapter 6, verse 26, there was a serious issue in the land. There was famine in the land. The Bible says, 2 Kings 26, it says, Then as the king of Israel was passing by on the wall, a woman cried out to him, saying, Help, my lord, O king. And he said, If the Lord does not help you, where can I find help for you? So important. If the Lord does not help us in this season, where can help come from? So it's so important, only God can help us. And so keep your eyes on the Lord. Keep your eyes on him. Don't take your eyes off of Jesus. If you turn on the news and it's going to bring you, let's turn it off. (laughs) I mean, what benefits are you going to hear, I mean, going to get from hearing that somebody has died from the virus? How is it going to help? Help. Uh, it's, it's going to bring, bring fear. You take, it's, it's the next person, you hear that somebody else died. The next thought that comes to you is, am I going to be next? Sh- shut it off. <laughs> if it's not going to help. Or if you're not going to be able to talk back to it. I don't need that information. <laughs> not in this season. So the king said, if, if God doesn't help, who can help? And so it's so important in this season to keep your eyes on the Lord. Don't take your eyes off him in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Fear will try to come on you and to take you over. Oh, but he was doing very well. You see, God's plan and Jesus, the plan of Jesus, his very best was for Peter to walk on the water, get to him, and then they go back. It says so many times fear robs us of God's best. It robbed Peter of God's best that he had for him. God's best wasn't that he will sink. God's best wasn't that he will go down. God's best was that he will walk and the miracle will be continuous. So when you entertain fear, that which God has ordained for your life, we talked about it last week, he told Jairus, fear not, only believe. The very best that God has for your life, you cut it short when you entertain the fear. So do not fear in the mighty name of Jesus. I said, do not fear in the name of Jesus. I said, do not fear in the name of Jesus. Hold on to the word of God. So the question becomes, how am I going to be able to overcome the fear that is around? The first thing that you have to recognize is that, you see, fear has torment. We talked about this, but go with me back again to 1 John chapter 4, verse 18. 1 John chapter 4, verse 18. I pray in the name of Jesus that fear will not rob you of God's best in Jesus' name. I said fear will not rob you of God's best in Jesus' name. 1 John chapter 4, verse 18 says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Because fear involves torment, but he who fears has not been made perfect in love. He who fears has not been made perfect in love. You see, there's a torment to fear. And so I pray 
that the term, you will not entertain the term and that comes from first. So, if, so what, you, what you need to do is, what we need to do is focus on God. Focus on the love of God. Perfected love drives out fear. So Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I may not understand everything, but I know that you love me. I know that the love of God has been shed abroad in my heart. I know that you will take care of me. I know that you will never leave me nor forsake me. I know that you are with me all the time. Even though I go through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. You see, you are practicing the love of God. You are practicing what God says and the fear cannot overwhelm you or take you over. We trust you're being blessed by this Word Mission Church International message. We are conveniently located here in Colorado Springs and we look forward to meeting you in person soon. Text us at 719-235-5535 with any questions or for prayer. Visit wordmissionchurchinternational.org for more life-giving messages. Learn about our famous kids' church, Lion and Lamb series. Connect with local or foreign missions. Like Word Mission Church International on Facebook to get notifications for live stream. Subscribe on YouTube and even watch live on www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. Let's continue this insightful message. Number two, realize that this, that God, a spirit of fear, does not belong to you. Second Timothy chapter one, verse seven. Second Timothy chapter one, verse seven. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He said, "For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind." Hallelujah. Oh, repeat it with me this morning. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. You online, repeat it with me as well. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Glory be to the name of the Lord. I'm glad he threw, it, he threw in there again. Love, so important to realize that. Dwell on the love of God. Dwell on the goodness of God. Notice again what he says in Romans chapter 8, verse 15. He repeated again similarly to these people. He says, for you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. I have not received a spirit of bondage again to fear. Oh, but thank God I have received. You have received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry, Abba, Father. I cry, I have a father. I cry, I am not destitute. I cry, I have a God. And this morning, if you are watching online and you don't have a relationship with God, God is it's not your father at that point. Oh, you may feel hopeless. You may feel, you may, I know you have questions. You ask, what am I 
you're going to do. You can make the decision right now uh, to make God your father. To let Jesus come into your life. Oh, like Jesus, like Peter, he had Jesus with him. In the midst of the storm, Jesus came to him. In the midst of the storm, Jesus is coming to you. In the midst of all that is going on, Jesus is coming to you. And he is saying, it is I. Or it is, I am the one that can make the difference in your life. This fear that you have, I am the one that can help you with it. I, you have not received the spirit again of bondage again to fear. But you have received the spirit of adoption. So if you don't have Jesus with you, this morning I am encouraging you. I'll take that step. He's saying to you, come. He's saying, oh, take that step and come. Forget the past and let the past be gone. Come to me and let it be a new beginning. Come to me and let it be a fresh start. Come to me and let me help you. In the mighty name of Jesus, I make that, I, I, I urge you strongly. Receive Jesus into your life. Accept that invitation. Oh, that word come carries a lot this morning. That word come is speaking to you right there. Come to him and let his love overwhelm you this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Another thing, number one, another thing we can do in this season, number one, let's, let's go through, 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 some, through some things here that will help us combat the fear that we are dealing, dealing with. Number one, watch what you are watching. <laughs> it's a play on words. Watch what you are watching. Because ulti- ultimately, what, you, what, what goes through your eyes if, like I was saying earlier, if it doesn't help, one time, one weekend, a, a certain young man in college, he watched, I mean, with his friends, watched about 12 horror movies. And, and as a result of that, fear entered him. And 15 years later, later on, he knew God, he was a minister and all these things, but that, that, that fear was still gripping him. And so he went to God and he prayed about it. And he said, like, God, what is going on? And God told him, that seed was planted that weekend when you binged on all those horror movies. And so he prayed to God and, and, and let God help him and cleanse him from all that. In this season, watch what you are watching. It's so important. What is, what is going in can make a big difference. Number two, acknowledge the altar of fear. To win the battle and overcome fear, the fear of this virus, acknowledge the altar of this fear. Fear doesn't come from God. Fear comes from Satan. To, 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 to grip you and to cripple you. And so acknowledge where the fear is coming from and be able to overcome it. Again, keep your eyes on the Lord. I mean, if Jesus told him, Jesus, Peter, to come, and the wind was boisterous, uh, the storm was still raging, I mean, that is what the enemy wants, to distract you from God, to distract your attention from God, but recognize where the source of the fear is coming from. Number three, refuse, this sounds simple, refuse to fear. Refuse when you know the source of fear, you know how to resist it. And you can make a choice. 
you, at that point, the choice is up to you. Absolutely 100%. You, you see, those emotions, they don't belong in the driver's seat of your life. You can choose to love. You can choose to forgive. You can choose to live free of fear and, and walk by faith instead. We walk by faith and not by sight. You make the decision where to focus on or whether to entertain it. You see, for instance, if someone, if, if someone walked up to you and said, let us go to the store and, 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 and rob the store, you say, no, I'm not going to do that. The Bible says thou shalt not steal and I'm not going to steal. You see, you resisted that temptation. You had a choice to resist that temptation. If you want to go and rob a store, you are on your own. I'm not going to join you. That's, that it's not in line with the word of God. Do the same thing with fear. God has not given me the spirit of fear, and so fear, I resist you. Get out of my environment. Get out of my life. The fear of this virus, I resist you in the name of Jesus Christ. Very, very, very important. Number four, again, this is along the same line, talk back to your fears. When the devil feeds fearful thoughts to your mind, talk back to your fears. You don't fight thoughts with thoughts. You take thoughts by saying. You take thoughts by saying. Notice what the Bible says in Matthew chapter 6. He was talking about the things, the basic things that we, we need in life. And when he gets to Matthew 6, 31, notice what the Bible says. He says, therefore, take no thought saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or wherewithal shall we be clothed? Take no thought, saying. You see, thoughts can come into your mind. You, see, you can't prevent birds from flying over, over, over your head, but you can prevent them from building a nest on your head. The thoughts can come, but you see, for instance, he's talking, he's talking here, he's, he, 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 he says here, therefore take no thought, saying, what shall we eat? So the thought comes into your mind, with all that is going on, I'm, I'm, I, will, I may lose my job. And when I lose my job, what am I going to eat? The thought comes into your head first. Then you say it. that You, say, you take the thought. At that point, you have the option or the choice to either take the thought or not take it. The moment the thought comes, you I have that so, so So you respond back. Don't respond back with the thought. Respond back and talk back to that fear and say, no, in the mighty name of Jesus. God cares for the lilies of the field. He, he does not care more about them than he does me. My father will take care of me. He will provide something for me to eat in the name of Jesus. So you respond back to that thought. The same thing, you take the thought by saying, you refuse to take the thought also by saying, I refuse to entertain this thought of fear. That's a fearful thought. What am I going to eat? What am I going to wear? No, 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 no. God, he says, even the lilies of the field, even with Solomon, all that he had, he wasn't clothed as gloriously as those, as, as, as those lilies. He feeds the birds of the air, how much more me? So you respond back with the word of God. Refuse to fear. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. And then face your fear. Re re rebuke it. And then number six, cast your cares. The cares are there. They are real. We do not deny the fact that the cares are there. But cast your cares on the Lord. Notice what the Bible says in Psalm 55. Psalm 55 verse 22 says, Cast 
your burden on the Lord and he shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. Cast your cares, your worries, your concerns. Cast it on the Lord. For he cares for you. See something similar in 1 Peter 5 verse 7. Let me read it from the Amplified Version. Cast your burden on the Lord. He will not suffer the righteous to be moved. I am the righteous one. I belong to Jesus Christ. He will not suffer my foot to be moved in this season. Notice this. He says, casting the whole of your care. All your anxieties. All your worries. All your concerns. Once and for all on him, for he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. Hallelujah. Glory be to the name of our Lord. We trust this message was timely and a blessing. We'd love to hear from you. Text 719-235-5535 for prayer or any questions you may have. We are conveniently located here in Colorado Springs. Visit wordmissionchurchinternational.org to learn more about our local and foreign missions, our super fun and Bible-rich kids' church, prayer meetings, and so much more. Like Word Mission Church International on Facebook to view us on live streaming. Subscribe on YouTube and let us hear from you. To partner with us in spreading the gospel, please text G-I-V-E, that's give, to 719-235-5911. Word Mission Church International, a church you can call home. In this season, we have been to keep you. You see, so from the land, Exodus chapter 9.